0: Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. This weekend, another Black Lives Matter march will be held in Hamilton. Let's bring in Amani Williams, organizer. She is with us now. Amani, thanks for the time. Much appreciated.
1: Thanks for having me again.
0: So first of all, give us the details and the logistics of this event.
1: Okay, so it is tomorrow. Um, It's going to be at 2 p.m. at Dundurn Park, and we'll be starting um, just to... Um, give out like posters and stuff like that at the rally. Um, we're also going to have waters and everything set up there early um, and then we will be marching around 2.30 to City Hall and then at City Hall we'll be pretty much doing exactly what we did last time but of course um, different type of speeches, different songs, different poems and everything like that so it's going to be pretty amazing.
0: What do you want Hamiltonians to take from this?
1: I want Hamiltonians to take that um, education doesn't stop Knowing about what goes on and the discriminatory ways of others doesn't stop um, when it stops trending online. So um, I just want to keep it going, keep the momentum going. I have a lot of supporters behind me, and I have a lot of Hamiltonians that um, want to see this keep going. So it's very, very inspiring. Um, and we're not going to stop anytime soon, for sure.
0: We've been talking a lot. I don't know how, you, how much you followed the Bubba Wallace case. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a motorhead, so anything racing always gets my attention. But I've been following this case quite closely about the noose in the garage in Alabama. And um, uh, I, I've talked a lot about it. And I'm, uh, I'm incredibly disappointed about some of the email that I have received and people trying to justify this. And for those that don't know the story, um, uh, last week in Talladega, Alabama, uh, Bubba Wallace's car uh, in the garage, and the rope that's used to pull down the garage is fashioned in uh, in the shape of a noose. And uh, everybody investigated, and what they realized was that the noose had been there a year before, so therefore no hate crime. And then it was as if after this massive reaction to support Bubba Wallace, now all of a sudden, well, it wasn't a hate crime, and everybody, and, and some almost felt vindicated. It's not a hate. it's not a hate crime and my reaction was there is still a noose hanging in a garage in alabama in a professional sports uh, facility how is this okay uh how do you explain and maybe it's best for me too because i'm the white guy here but how do you explain the email i'm getting and people trying to justify this
1: um i just feel like for a lot of people it's easier to like deny racism and deny like something so blatant like even today um, like what's going on there's like multiple hangings of black people and each and every one they're trying to say is a suicide they're not even trying to investigate to see you know maybe it was a hate crime maybe somebody did lynch these people hello we're in the middle of a revolution it's not you know something completely uncommon but like I said you know it's whatever makes people comfortable and it's not it's very uncomfortable for some people to realize that people are very blatantly racist so um, I think it's just about the comfort zone. And at the end of the day, we need to get up out of there because, you know, we just happen in the comfort
0: zone. We were talking about uh, last time we were talking, we were talking about how um, uh, people perceive this and white uh, privilege and systematic racism uh, and, and such. And, you know, again, uh, and it was great to hear the premier come out and say that there is uh, systematic racism in institutions, including the police. Uh, yeah. In Ontario, um, mm-hmm. but you know how again. If anybody wants to know if there is, I can send them a whole pile of emails. Is is that yes. not what I'm receiving? Is that not systematic racism? People trying to make an excuse for something that seems quite obvious. Isn't that definitely. it?
1: Definitely, definitely. That's literally exactly it. Um, it's just basic, basically complacency. We've all become complacent to such blatant disrespect, blatant racism. Um, discriminatory ways. Like, we just have to wake up, basically. So that's the way that we dismantle the system so that systematic racism cannot continue to happen. We have to have these uncomfortable conversations. We have to.
0: How do we make sure this, because again, I'm, I'm getting some pretty vile stuff. How do we keep this in the middle, in the center where we're we're uh, getting the issues out, we're making this people aware of this, but not taking it to the extremes, and and uh, I don't know if I'm explaining myself correctly or not, but um, it, it seems there's a lot, a lot of people hijacking this movement for their own interests. How do you keep this on point?
1: Um, so I would say to definitely just stay connected to um, organizers of rallies that you've been to, and you can see that are genuine. Um, for me, personally, I'm speaking for my own experience. I'm speaking for a lot of people that are maybe afraid to speak. I am um, giving a platform to not only the black community, but also the indigenous community to step forward and speak about their, um, issues and their problems that they're having in their community. So at the end of the day, it's like you can see for yourself who's genuine and they'll stick around. If you're not genuine, then you won't because this is a lot of work, you know what I'm saying? And and I'm passionate about it and the fire's going. And that's why I personally am not going to let this stop. It can't stop.
0: Many people think I'm being divisive, fueling the fire in one of the notes by saying this um, uh, how how do we have this discussion and, and keep it about unity bringing people together as opposed to one side versus the other
1: so for me I see it more as racist versus those who are not racist right so That's a good if point. you see it that way then it's like it's not a black and white issue it's are you racist or are you not Like like we said last time You can be silently anti-racist, but that is violent because it's not helping out my community when you're just standing there. If Tom or John or whoever is speaking, you know, in a way that they shouldn't be speaking, you have to call them out. You have to be uncomfortable. If you're uncomfortable, that's when changes are happening. So we have
0: to be uncomfortable. You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. Um, Some may point to the militant side of Black Lives Matter. What do you say to that?
1: I say this: um, you can't really talk about one sector of a whole movement and and then call them radical or call them militant, right? If we're going to be if we if we did that to the police, um, I'm not even going to go there. But I'm just saying, you know, what I'm saying like, when we talk about the police, you guys don't want to talk about them generally. You want to say, oh, stick it's just that one police. So let's let's do the same for every other movement. At the end of the day, the message is clear we want you guys to stop killing us we want to be seen as equal we are tired of being oppressed and if you can't see that message then that just shows that you're part of the problem
0: and you know uh, people and we've talked a lot about systemic racism not to to get on this again but uh you know within not only within the police service, but within society and within all institutions. And, you know, the excuse comes out, well, there's bad apples in everything, of course, which there is. There's the instigator, right? But then there's the other people that kind of stand around and don't do anything when something happens and you know so for example there might be one bad officer that goes in and does something but are the three or four or five that are around there and know something that that doesn't make the news uh, you know are they doing something about it and again there's the systemic racism Um, how and and you know I'm a I'm a white person who's who for somehow some reason that 8 minute 46 second video made a massive impact On me are are more getting that message and again i love how you've not made it a black white issue but Mm -hmm. either you're racist or you're not it's it's a human rights issue Uh, are are you are you feeling a different feeling this time
1: oh 100 percent um just the support i'm getting in our group for the march for black lives um just anybody that just reaches out to us through instagram um it's a lot of people that aren't black You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of non-black people that are saying, hey, I'm I'm being silent. Um, I was always by you. But, you know, my sympathy, I've noticed that that's not enough. So I'm going to use my privilege and my voice to make sure that you guys have a platform that people listen to. And I feel empowered by that. I'm happy. I'm over happy um, that people are finally opening their eyes that, hey, your voice, we were all born with one. We need to start using it.
0: All right, let's talk about the, the rally again. And, and are you concerned that it does become the cause is lost and it becomes a screaming match? I mean, I know the last few have been pretty good that way. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts?
1: Um, I'm not worried. Um, most for Black Lives, it was made very organically. So I, I don't have any interest in you know, censoring what anyone has to say. At the end of the day, the black experience is a very complex one. And that's why I include as many voices as possible, um, to speak on their personal experiences. If it makes you uncomfortable, like I said, that's amazing because that means changes are being made. Um, we're not, we're not going to water down what we've been through. So, and I know a lot of people learn from that. So it, it just has to stay genuine that way. It's not a screaming match. We have singing. We have poems. We have different, you know, things that, you know, would touch different people. But, um, definitely we're sticking to, um, being genuine and, um, making sure every voice is heard, both from the black and indigenous community.
0: All right, give us the details, the whens, the wheres, and all that stuff.
1: Yes, so Dendern Park tomorrow at 2 p.m. Um, you feel free to come early. We do have water set up, snacks set up. Um, by 2.30, the latest, we will be marching to City Hall. That's where we'll have our singers, our speeches, speeches sorry, our poems, everything like that will be there. We do have something secret as well um, that you'll have to see when you're there. So um, please come out. Please support Uh, There will be no tolerance towards hate speech or disturbing the peace. So if you are for that, please stay home. Um, Other than that, everybody is welcome. White, black, Indian, red, orange, and green. Please come out and support us.
0: Amani Williams has been uh, with us, organizer of this week's uh, Black Lives Matter uh, protest in Hamilton. It is Dundurn, 2 o'clock tomorrow. Amani, thanks so much for the time. Good luck. Be well this weekend.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having
0: me. This is the Scott Thompson podcast, available on Apple Podcast and Google Podcast or wherever you get yours. And don't forget to subscribe, rate and review so you don't miss a thing. I'm Scott Thompson and thanks for listening.